Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Hello again. I am Saf Chagrin, podcast guru and president of the Podfix Network. Since revealing myself as the puppeteer of the Podfix Nation, I have felt the need to be more hands-on with the day-to-day duties. No respect to Chris, Keith or Chaz. Is that his name? Sure it is. You see, when I listen to podcasts, I see the ones and zeros that make up the matrix as we know it. That is not something my master classes can teach, but rather a natural talent. In other words, I was born with a gift and curse for identifying great podcasters, their shows, and then exploiting them via the network. Every Thursday, I will open the Podfix archives, hand select a definitive episode from one of our network members. A true showcase of the talent that I, excuse me, that we have here at the Podfix Network. Now, sit back, relax and let your ear muscles do all the heavy lifting, while you enjoy this, as the kids like to say, oldie but goodie. Seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. You're listening to it's not rocket surgery on that 8.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Yes, good evening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to It's Not Rocket Surgery here on 98.9 Northwest FM. You went all Milton the Monster there. <laughs> <laughs> Milton the Monster. <laughs> I'm Milton, your brand new son. <laughs> yes, we're back. Guess who's back? Uh, you. Yeah, and who else? Me. And one more. Him. And him. And him. <laughs> You mean yeah. him. <laughs> Sounds like that should be the new name of the show. You, you mean, mean him. him. Yep, there you go. Done. <laughs> Straight out of the gate. We've got a title. Thank Woo-hoo. God for that. Thank Thank God for cricket. So all the all the pressure's off now. What's well, right? Yeah. We I don't, don't even have to think about being creative for the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, it makes it easier for me to put it to, put you, it you together. You think about being creative. That's it. I do. <laughs> I think about thoughts all the time. <laughs> what do you think about these thoughts, Jeff? <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. I have no creativity. I'm already out. I'm spent. You're, you're dried up. I'm a spent force. He's overthought. He's overthought. He's overthought thinking he thinks. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. Mm. A career in Canberra awaits. <laughs> you're overqualified. You're no, overqualified. I have no thoughts left. I'm going to Canberra. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yes. We're back. It's not rocket surgery here on 98.9 Northwest FM, episode 287. Wow, is that a special number? Uh, yes. 
times it's how many shows we've done. That's right. That's what makes, <laughs> That's it, what makes it special. It's somewhere between 286 and 288. I'd say not somewhere, but right dead smack in the middle. Well, it is in the middle, but I mean, there are numbers either side of it because we're not just talking about integers. I mean, let's not let's not be integer biased. No, no, but it's still the middle. It is the middle. No, I, 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 I didn't dispute. I didn't dispute that. This is like a logarithmic scale. Oh, that's true, but that'll complicate things. We don't want to complicate things. We're here to simplify things. We like like to make things understandable. That's what we do. Science, technology, and geek culture. Here on 98.9 Northwest FM. Sunday, the 12th, not 12th, 2nd. 2nd of May. Oh, it's got a two in it. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Uh, 2021. In the studio with me, Vado, for this mad, crazy ride that is going to be 287. Tony. Hey, how are hey. we doing? Good, good. And you? I'm doing good. Happy well, Easter. I'm doing well. Doing well. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter for, you know. You can get your uh, your orthodox eggs. Yes, not the regular eggs. No, no. I'm I'm one. I'm Ukrainian Catholic. Ah, it's not just so you. Catholics, Orthodox, Coptics. Whole heap of people celebrate this Easter. Yeah, on the pretend calendar. No, on the old calendar. It's yeah. not pretend. The, sorry, the incorrect calendar. Scientifically incorrect. Yes, scientifically, but you know. Um, Isn't that what we're theoretically? It's okay. Well, yes, you know, the, the religion predates science, obviously. The the first science. <laughs> uh, yes, happy Easter. You won't even dignify that with a response. No, 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 no. <laughs> God, I'll so, do you already. have a Ukrainian Easter bunny? No. Oh. What do you have? Um, a pig. There was ham, and there was sausage. There was bread. There was eggs. There was lots of food. Lots of lots of carbs and meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. That's that. Did a vegetable make an appearance that, at any point? That that's, sounds like a typical barbecue at Vlado's. Uh, horseradish. Anyway. Por- no, no, that doesn't care. Beetroot. All right, you're starting to you're starting to edge towards there's, vegetables. There. there. There's shredded beetroot with horseradish in it. <laughs> Um, okay. This, my taste buds are boggling. Oh, this, yeah. this is breakfast. This is breakfast. Breakfast was uh, so. Is that a form of borscht? No, there was, borscht was earlier in the week. That's right. <laughs> um, Get no. your facts right. So, breakfast was pasca, which is a Ukrainian Easter bread. Oh, it sounds, so, it sounds delicious. It, no, it's really nice. Okay. Um, it's made of bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eggs, dyed eggs. Um, so, there was cottage cheese. Yeah. There was. Uh, the the grated the we call it zvekla uh, which is the uh, hot beetroot ho- the beetroot with horseradish in it ah uh, there was horseradish shavings all about over these the- things Mills they said oh. well it's got horseradish in it it's got to be hot beetroot isn't yeah. it? so and there was there was fair enough beetroot shavings all over the whole plate beetroot shavings mm. oh sounds delicious no, not beetroot sorry horseradish shavings <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was, that was breakfast. Yeah, beetroot and horseradish mixed a cup of, up. You cup don't of coffee do or a cup of tea, and you, you know, and that's you're it. good for the day. And you're done. Yeah, hmm? none of this chocolate nonsense. No, no, no chocolate was had today. No chocolate. No. What a jeep. I had oh, chocolate today. Did you? Well, not, not as part of the Ukrainian Christmas. No, just e- Easter I had chocolate. Anyway, that was that was my morning. Okay, were the kids happy? Yeah, they love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, have your beetroot and horse ready. Oh, yay! Yay! The other ones get chocolate. I can, I can just see my kids just like they, look, they got they got ch- chocolate on the western Easter a few weeks back. So 
Do you do you dabble? Are you are you he, sort of? He, uh, he's he's by Eastridge. By Eastridge. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah, we're, we're from a we're from a blended family. That's right. Ah, uh, well, technically that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so you have a bit. You have a bit each way. It's both sides of the em- uh, Roman Empire. <laughs> it's both Rome and Constant- Constantinople. <laughs> you can't go back there. No. Istanbul. No. Yeah. Not Constantinople. Okay. But anyway. Yep. Yeah, let, let's forget about today. Forget about today, Jeff. How you doing? Oh, nice segue, mate. That was smooth. That was terrible. <laughs> that was a hospital pass of a segue right there. Uh, been, been a while. It has been a while. I mean, how, how are the Twin Cities? The Twin Cities are of just Albury and Wodonga. Oh, both of them. We've both got both kinds. Yeah. Albury and Wodonga, except only one of them's in, in Victoria. So, no, very good. All happy. All's well in the Riverina. Oh, there yeah. we go. Mm. Yeah. I thought Riverina's further that way. Mm. No. no. It's anywhere on the Murray, isn't it? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. And the last time I checked, that's the, that's the river that divides the mm. two. It so, it's where you jog get, on. It's where you get the good wine. If a, if a plane crashes into the Murray, what, what side of the, do you bury the survivors? You always put well, them wherever on the Well, <laughs> wherever they eventually die. <laughs> you always roll them over the New South Wales side of the border. Everyone knows that. You don't bury survivors, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones who talk. Very men tell no tales. That's it. Yeah. Pretty much. No, all is, uh, all is well. Uh, we had a trip up to Canberra and got to see a couple of great exhibitions, the Botticelli to Van Gogh. Uh, exhibition and mm. then the at the real national gallery that's the one uh the nga and the real national gallery and then uh and then we also got to see australian love stories which was uh um at the portrait gallery but that was both photography and um portraits i so do like the portrait gallery it's fantastic i, I that, prefer it to the national gallery because yeah. i just think that looks like a concrete um Shambles. Oh, it's it's sort of very architecturally. It doesn't do it for me. It's very Soviet block. It kind is of East East German. You know, circa nineteen. Well, it was kind of Albert Speerish. Speerish. Brutalist. It was very brutalist. Yes, it was very uh, <laughs> concrete brutalism. Yeah, pretty much. So Albert Speer would have been for Canberra. Yeah. No, it's the, na- the, the portrait gallery is much nicer. Yeah. No, it's it's there's some absolutely fantastic exhibits up there. So. You know, for all you culture vultures out there, I would thoroughly recommend it. Cool. Yep. This has been It's Not Architecture Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's Not Culture Surgery. Culture Surgery. Culture Surgery. Surgery. Do you have Questacon? Questacon. Oh, yeah. Questacon was on. Uh, where was Questacon's it? a place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's the science works. Mm. That's yeah, the, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. We were going to go there, but didn't quite make it. No. Poor old science misses out again. No, you get enough of every Sunday night. That's right. I get. I, I'm. I'm filled up. If you get enough of uh, science on a Sunday night and you want to say just say hello, you can do so. Please do on Sorry. Facebook or on Twitter at R C K T S R G R Y. Talk to us about art or science. That's right. You know, we're, 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 we'll answer one of them. <laughs> we are. We are diverse. We are. We're well-rounded individuals. Yep. We know oh, nothing about round. a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, emphasis on the round. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? You know, it'd be if, if a fire alarm went off in here, we'd be in all sorts of strife. <laughs> As we shambles towards the door, <laughs> it looked like the last days of Pompeii at Willy Wonka's factory. I think <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet. 
Which one of those? I'm just got this picture of it. It's just like, oompa, 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 fire alarms on. Oompa, oompa, oompa. Oh, hang on, hang on. Outside. We've had we've had some uh, we've had a clarification here. The Riverina is in New South Wales. So there you go, Tony. Uh-huh. You were probably who was putting the hand up to yeah, say he was. Oh, All yeah. right, okay. Yeah, was, well. You get points, and apparently I'm in the doghouse. So you're in the doghouse. Yep, already. So, really? Yep. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I didn't mean to get you in the doghouse five minutes into the show. I know oh. it's outrageous, but yes, you are correct. And you know we're we're a factually based show here. Is Mildura Riverina? Uh, no, because it's on the uh, it's Victorian side of yeah, the water. That'll be Sun country. That's correct. Okay. But you were correct. Good uh, wine. Tony, with absolutely fantastic tokay muskets. Oh, here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Could not agree more. There's some fantastic uh, distilleries and or wineries. Distilleries up there now. Indeed there is. Mm. Go to Bilson's. Gin. Yes. Um, Maria's on Facebook. Excellent. So Maria said, yay, welcome back, Nobs Monkey. Oh, Nobs. And crew. (laughs) And crew. Oh, (laughs) you're the backup fan tonight. And she's got an animated gif of the Knobs Monkey playing drums. <laughs> nice. So we're the doo-wops. We are the we, we, we're, we're Jeff's support band. We are we are to to Jeff what you two is to Pavarotti. Pavarotti. That's it. The backup band. Okay. No. All right. Have you not ever heard Jeff talk about you two being Pavarotti's backup oh, band? People talk about you two. I just you two. Bl- I, I just blank out. <laughs> Oh, blankety blanks. <laughs> <laughs> if I leave the end of this sentence blank, I would would have said what? No. Shamozzle. Shamozzle. Shamozzle Tov. How would I describe this show? Yes. Shambles. Shambles. Oh, okay. Shambolic. All right. All right. How about we talk about some of the stuff we've got to talk about? Wow. Uh, what's, what's on the card? Oh, dead yeah. People. Give us an introduction. Just intro. Uh, so, dead people. We'll talk about dead people. Yay. Dead people. They're always our most popular segment. Well, you know, we, we try to start with them and then ev- like everything's positive after Ev- that. Everybody. Mars. We'll talk about Mars. Everybody tunes in has for guitars. the- Has guitars. Mars has guitars. No, we all, everyone tunes in for the for the Vales, hoping that they'll hear somebody's name they want no. on the list. Ah, that's true. It's like, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's like horse racing. <laughs> Sorry, you go to watch the horses die? <laughs> no, only on this show. <laughs> um, polar, so, bears. Polar, polar bears. Polar bears. Polar bears. Venus. Dogs. Yeah, left-handed dogs. Left-handed dogs. Yep. Grizzly hybrids. Grizzly, okay. grizzly polar bear hybrids. Talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon. We'll talk about D&D. Oof, satanic panic. Oh, mm. All over again. What a great 80s band they were. Uh, we'll talk about butt music. <laughs> about butt, what? Butt music. Talking about... <laughs> But music. Talk, talk about. <laughs> oh, no. Because you posted this thing to butt music the other day, Tony. I, I what? Harmonious um, Bosch's butt music. Hieronymus Bosch? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. He was another great band in the 80s. <laughs> what did I do to it? You posted it. Did I? Yeah. Wow. Were you, were you drunk or something? <laughs> I could have been. Okay. Yeah, right. It's about the music that was oh, found in yes. the art. Oh, yes. now he remembers. I, re- I remember it now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we can we can talk about that. Art. Well, maybe even play it. I don't know. What, if you got I, I'm sure it. I posted that like three weeks ago. But <laughs> Well, you know, given last week's show was the first in four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the leftovers. Yeah, oh, I, yeah it was yes. definitely leftover for so, a reason. And we'll play music and we'll play we'll banter and there are some random stories that we've got uh, in the we same case. We can play some butt music. We can. 
Yes. You yeah. can play some butt music, thank you. I do that. <laughs> Michelle complains every time I do. <laughs> Paint the walls. <laughs> Righto. That's, that's <laughs> Stop. Come on. All right. We need to do a station break. We'll do a song and we'll come back and we'll do the, the Vales and uh, and whatever else we have time to before the next station break and song. That's right. Look at See. me. See if your horse is coming in. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Jeff. We'll be back soon. And we're back. <laughs> Jeff. Yes, mate. Who was that? That was the legendary Davy Jones. Davy Jones? Davy Jones. With the, the monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> hey, hey, with the monkeys. Hey, hey, with the flunkies. And people say we're good at our jobs. No, that was David Bowie. Well, his real name is David Jones. Because hmm. he's Welsh. Really? Yeah. He owns the apartment stores. Indeed he does. Wow. Peter Jackson. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, no, that was, um, that was David Bowie with Space Oddity in tribute to one of our valets. The, who uh, might that be? That, that would be, uh, one Michael Collins. Who owned the bookstores? Never. <laughs> no, he didn't he do movie reviews? No, Michael that was Collins. Bill Collins. <laughs> Michael, yeah. Michael, Michael Collins, wasn't he Irish? Um, he was, yeah, he yeah. was a general of the IRA. Yeah. Ah, was he? Never. Never. <laughs> Not that Michael Collins. <laughs> Not Liam Neeson, Michael they Collins. They couldn't get him in the can, mate. All six foot five of him. The biggin. The biggin. <laughs> yeah. No. Not that guy. He was already well well dead by that yeah. stage. No. Nah, third man up. Third man up. Oh. Sounds like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I was going to say the Australian cricket team, but that's okay. You guys obviously had a different idea I'm in mind. Thinking, I was thinking ruck work in the AFL. But anyway. Ruck work. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Yes. Michael Collins was the... the uh, Was he crew commander? Command module. He was in the command module. He was in the command module. So sitting in the tin can. Sitting in the tin can while Buzz and Neil were doing their thing on the Just, on the surface. Yeah, basically, around in the rover. Basically, he was the designated driver on Apollo Eleven. Jeez, what a gig! Eight days. Eight days. So eight days he circled the moon while Buzz and Neil were, that, you know, playing golf. Mm. Uh, Driving around, cruising. That is one dedicated chauffeur, isn't it? Although right I don't there. think they had the buggy in the fir- first one, did they? No. No. No, no room. Just the, just the golf clubs. That's right. Yeah. Buddy buzz. Getting Play, in a quick round flags. of... Yeah. Picking up rocks. <laughs> getting into, the, getting into the sand traps. Um, we might have had to sit there just going around. Fellas. Get, get, get the communications. Oh, it's sunny down here. It's great weather. You should join us. Nah, you'd hate it. Michael, if, I mean, it's all right if you like that sort of stuff, but, you know. Mate. Mate. <laughs> anyway, so Michael Collins was uh, the, the third member of the team in the, the Apollo 11. Yep. The uh, So Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were down on the surface and then Michael Collins was making sure that they were... Uh, well, he had to be there to, to collect them. And, yeah, bre- and break up the fight. So, he's so Uber. I think he wrote that the, the three hours of them taking off to coming to the command module was like the most stressful three hours of his life mm-hmm. because that was... Uh, well, it was going to be a long, lonely trip home. Well, that's what he was scared of, apparently. Yeah. He was scared that uh, if something went wrong, yeah. he was coming home by himself. And, and uh, facing yeah. a Royal Commission, probably. Well, well, not in America, The no. American version. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> That was the joke. No, go on. 
No, he would have faced the inquiry because it would have been pilot error as usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Nixon had a, a a speech ready for him to oh, for both for, yeah, for both any, eventualities. Any, uh, eventuality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes. Uh, so yes. Um, unfortunately, he was has been unwell for a while, battling cancer, and and died at the age of ninety. They did pretty well. Buzz is still going. Oh, yeah. Neil only went about a well, couple of years ago. Uh, you know, resentment. 20, well, resentment 15, so going up there and getting soaked in uh, cosmic radiation, you know, it was good for him. Well, look, it's I mean, like a spa treatment. Well, uh, I think you'd find that actually that they had some serious fitness levels when they were, uh, when they were in their prime. <laughs> so that might have had some they, continuation type They probably effects. did. They're, they're pre-priming. So it was kind of Doc Holliday. Um, so Neil, Neil Armstrong passed what? away in 2012. Doc Holliday had tuberculosis. Where's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't get the, the line you're drawing there. Okay. Tombstone, Val Kilmer. Oh. I'm in my prime. <laughs> so, <laughs> come on. Uh, Neil Armstrong passed away in 2012. So basically... The, the, he got to, the, into his 90s, didn't he? Uh, uh, late 80s, I thought. 82. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, mid-80s. Right. Um, so he was born the same. Uh, he was born in 1930, same as uh, Buzz Aldrin. Yep. Um, whereas uh, Michael Collins also born in 1930. So good year for astronauts, apparently. Mm, yep. Yep. Who else was born in 1930? Well, I think you've found they're all similar age. So well, okay. Um, yes. Many of the Apollo um, Apollo astronauts were born born in the uh, 1930 or early 1930s. Funnily oh. enough, mm. uh, currently they're still. A number of astronauts who are still alive. Uh, that would leave us eight by my count. Now, this was the question that I had. Four moonwalkers are still alive. Oh. Oh. Four. 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 <laughs> uh, here's the question, mm. the one that's on everybody's lips. Whose prediction was uh, upheld? Was the year before. Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. year before, we, the year we, before we, that. We decided... We decided it was a little bit morbid to, to you know, to be cheer cheering on. on the demise of one of the Apollo astronauts. Correct. Now, was it only the Apollo Eleven astronauts, or was it just Apollo astronauts across the board? With yeah. that, with that prediction, I it was think just it was, Apollo. I think it was uh, people had walked on the moon. After ah. the moon. Um, so, Mike Collins never walked on the moon. No, so he doesn't count. He did uh, turn down Apollo Seventeen. As I was informed in the break. So there are currently 10 surviving Apollo moon crew. 10. Yep. Members and of the original 24. And four moonwalkers. Four moonwalkers. Four moonwalkers that are still alive. Um, Aldrin, yep. David Scott from Apollo 15, Charles Duke from Apollo 16, and Harrison Schmidt from, Schmitty. from Apollo 17. Oh, yeah. Great mates. <laughs> So, so Buzz has just got uh, three more to collect the tontine, has he? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but he's got a reference, reference to the Simpsons but, episode. But he's got to go off to the moon and dig it up himself. <laughs> so, you know, it be hard getting a ride at the moment. Yeah. Oh, well. So, uh, Vale to one Michael Collins. Yeah. The, the, the astronaut, not the other the others we mentioned. All so jokes there, aside, there'll be a good chance uh, with four left that... Mm. Uh, at some stage, we'll be at a, a point where no uh, living person has walked on the moon. Well, if, if NASA don't get their, their uh, shit in a pile. Well, I think they've, uh, it was going to be 2024 mm. for the Artemis mm-hmm. mission, but I think they've delayed it. Now. Okay. So it's not going to be 2024. 
I thought Trump was going to join. Yeah, the, it was twenty twenty four because Trump was like, oh, I'm going to walk on the by moon by the end of my second term. I'll yeah, walk on the moon. We'll be on the moon, and um, it was an unrealistic time frame. Big beautiful moon. Yep. Uh, the other valet we would uh, we'll mention is uh, Juan Yoya Borja. Oh yeah, oh. know him well. Wow, I've got all these records. The That's Spanish right. comedian who you will know his laugh. Basically, he's that that meme laugh. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that narrows it down. The the meme laugh. So if, if you don't, play, you know, is he on every episode of Friends? No, you know, <laughs> it's the the Spanish. Guy who's getting interviewed and he's just laughing at his own jokes, and then the memes always put the oh, and and we put a new camera on the iPhone, and they're all paying a thousand dollars for the. F- Are you with this, Jeff? Because you lost me. You're gonna have to play it. I'm, yeah. I'm looking for it. So. You can't. You can't have this kind of lead in and not deliver, mate. Yeah, you'll you, you recognize the face, but it doesn't help for radio. He's he's kind of Demis Russos. He's, he's a toothless Spanish comedian, but oh yeah. Yeah, the, but, or the best, all the best Spanish. <laughs> nah. He sounds but, like a party balloon. They're <laughs> <laughs> squeaking it out, <laughs> which is why basically it's been memes. So whenever there's some some sort of announcement made, it and 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 the internet wants to take the piss out of the announcement, they use this. A video. I, I have to say, mate. Just you know, nothing, nothing against you, but we're scraping the bottom of the barrel when we're going. Oh, it's this it, guy famous for a meme. <laughs> Next, it'll be you know, um, grumpy, grumpy cat. cat. <laughs> grumpy cat. All right, fine. Move Grump- on. Grumpy cat's dead. I mean, you've got, you've got, you've got one of the one of the three guys on the Apollo Eleven. You know, uh, and. And meme dude and meme that I've dude. never actually seen. You I know? would I would say that more people, um, not of our, uh, our um, oh, I saw lines of them crying in the streets as we were coming here tonight at the news. <laughs> that laughing, el risitas, el risitas, or the giggles is what it was called. Yeah, uh, he will he will laugh no more. That's right, el gigolo f- fell off the uh, perch. So yes, uh, he was well known Spanish comedian, but he's known throughout the world in the meme. The meme universe for uh, for the the laughing. Who's passing? Are we going to mark next? Uh, no one else. Okay, no one else is passing. <laughs> it's like fine, fine. Screw you. Damn it. <laughs> no more valets. That's no. it. That's no it. more valets. No more, no more valets. Uh, Even if Grumpy Cat does die next yeah, week, he's getting no tribute from us. Um, space, space. Speaking of space, Michael Collins and El Risitas. Gigolo did not Gigolo. make it into space. <laughs> Gigolo the Gigolo. Um, <laughs> Mars helicopter ingenuity, yes. So, we, which you did such a great we, job at telling us all about. We, last we week. spoke about last week in terms of the technical problems it had, and and its first flight and its second flight, and the, and the fact that it took a little bit longer to do the software update mm. than you know, you know, because distance Wi Fi it was two G, mm. you know, two G, you know. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Mars t- was about 0.8 of G. Yeah, pretty much. 56k <laughs> modem. You know, is that a gravity uh, joke? I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> gravitas. I, I, only two people in this studio would have got that, or the known radius of the, of the broadcast area. No. Um, so that was but- great. That was champagne. So <laughs> just. Just say it. I, I, I aim to confuse. <laughs> uh, so Ingenuity has sent pictures of uh, it's taken 
of the Perseverance rover. So in its flight, it's now sending photos of Perseverance. So is Perseverance taking photos of the helicopter? Yes, it was. That's where we got fitted oh, nice. for the so flight. We, so oh. it's, it's turning into a nice little sort of uh, inception. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Nice. Um, and it, Very cosy little relationship <laughs> up there on Mars. And I think it went for its fourth flight after it was delayed on Thursday. So and basically now they've got a, they're quite confident that they've got Everything sorted, and okay. uh, it's basically the, the two of them are going to be uh, doing, going on joint sorties and soirees. Oh. And not soirees, that's a, that's a <laughs> dinner. <laughs> oh, you never know. You might ask her out at some point. Come on, love. Let's go and uh, check, out the, check out the eateries. Wine and dine. Wine and dine, and yeah. And that's it. No yeah, more. No more. Um. <laughs> oh, anyway. El Gigolo <laughs> still lives. The spirit of El Gigolo goes on. Um, NASA Ingenuity lift, failed to lift it f- um, off for its fourth flight. Fourth flight? Fourth flight <laughs> on Thursday, but I think uh, that it's fourth. Oh, say that. Fourth flight on Thursday. <laughs> say that four times fast. That's right. <laughs> fourth flight on Thursday. <laughs> oh, shit, Ken. Got a pimple on my tongue. Every awesome little nest in name. <laughs> Come on. Come on! <coughs> nope, that's it. We've blown. Oh, we've broken him. <laughs> it's been a while since Vano's been broken. I don't think... Has he ever broke? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yes, it failed to launch on Thursday, but it, launched, it went on Friday. So, you know, it's just oh. a delayed flight. I mean, it could be... So, so Lyft was Jet, late. Jetstar. They yeah. should have picked Uber. That's true. That right? Yep, okay. Um So, what else we've got on uh, space? Elon Musk. Musky. Finally, he gets a mention after Finally. 280... Yeah. Never, we, never have before have we spoken of this individual. Cha-ching. Who is he? Elon Musk. Right. So there's this eel, yeah. and it's on a deer. Right. Eel on Musk. Eel on Musk. Anyway. <coughs> uh, Elon Musk's SpaceX aims to launch SN15, Mars rocket prototype, soon. See, if he was Australian, he would have called it Mars Needs Guitars, but... in. Coming days right. in Texas, Boca Chica. Boca Chica. Um, they're planning to launch SN15. So this is S- SN15 is the latest in the next in a series of the BF- BFGs, BFRs. <laughs> the BFRs. Now these are these the are BFGs were doom. <laughs> BFGs was a big in, friendly giant. In, yeah, but wasn't wasn't no, no. Ro- Roald Dahl? No, not, yeah. not in doom. It wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, the big effing gun. Um, no, the the aren't these the series that they're are, are these the reusable ones yes. that you were talking about last yes. week? Okay. Well, we, last week we spoke about the ones that went to replenish the ISS. Right. So it was a reusable cash, capsule, reusable reused rocket, reused capsule. So nice. it was the first uh, re, recycled space mission. Okay. Um, so these are similar. These um, come back to the Earth, but these are the ones that have been. Uh, crashing, belly flopping, exploding after it's landed. Mm. So there's been a number of failures. So or, not that many to reuse. No. Um, so Stocks or, are running or, low. Or learning opportunities rather than ah, failures. Growth opportunities. <laughs> growth opportunities. Yep. Uh, so SN15 will be the next uh, iteration. So hopefully it is... Uh, Less unintended outcomes, more intended mm. outcomes. Correct. Okay. 
So, um, and Mustard SN15 has hundreds of design improvements across structures, avionics, software, and engines, including hopefully upgrades to cover some of the problems that have prevented SpaceX from sticking in the landing so far. <laughs> without, sticking the landing. Without a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. Yeah, because, you know, the East German judges are very unimpressed so far. I like that. A rapid, <laughs> unscheduled disassembly. <laughs> disassembly. <laughs> That was definitely in the, uh, in the like press a, release. Sounds like it? a big Friday night, actually. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Uh, so, yes, it's undergone initial testing. So, the SN15 has undergone initial testing and they aim to launch, uh, had aimed to launch last week, but the target uh, continued to slip. Now, so, now it's possibly scheduled Those for Friday. Shifty targets. They're always moving. You know, you know everything's got to be right. Just draw the circles around wherever it lands. That's, that's the secret. And you ah, never miss. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Shoot the side of the barn and draw the target. That's, that's right. the one. Never fails. Um, so, and speaking of SpaceX, mm-hmm. uh, SpaceX Crew 1 astronauts. Right. Uh, El Gigolo. Is bringing four astronauts back to Earth, ending NASA's longest human space, space flight. Okay, so how long were they out for? Uh, so... Uh, they arrived at the International Space Station. Where did that go to the next? I didn't click on that. Um, don't let them. SpaceX look behind the curtain. Crew mate. one mission. Don't, don't show how the sausage is made. For NASA is flying four back uh, four astronauts back to Earth. Yes. Uh, the Dragon Crew space spaceship is going to do a night landing okay. in Ooh. the ocean for the first time since the nineteen like, sixties. Oh, what, what could go wrong? That's right. You know, landing in the ocean at night, and you can watch it live do on NASA's live stream. <laughs> So the update to this story says the Grisham Crew Dragon resilience splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico Mexico early Sunday US time. So be there. It is already splashed down. Yeah. So safely delivering the Crew One astronauts back to Earth. So we're talking about history rather than breaking news. Well, you know, it's it's well, it's well, what's the time in America at the moment? That's a that's a fairly recent update. Actually, so when what time is the space? Sunday morning. What time? Uh, two two fifty seven a.m. Yeah, it's already splashed down. There. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but yeah. Anyhow, look. Well, it's it's historic in terms of it's the first time that they've done it in, in night since the nineteen sixties. Nice. Okay. It's historic since the sixties. <laughs> Hist- well, everything's history repeats. That's it. Yeah. And just so you know, mm. apparently, uh, the younger fans of the show mm. say that they know exactly who El Gigolo was because apparently he's in all. Capitals, all caps, all the memes. I told you. Yeah. All the memes all the time. The, look, and look, I am the youngest person in this room, so I Ooh. guess. <laughs> Connected to the youth. You're, you're plugged in. Well. I'm plugged in. Yeah, so apparently. They all know. It's El Gigolo. El Gigolo. Well done, El Ricitas. <laughs> El Ricitas. El, what is it? El Ricitas. Yes. El Ricitas. You know, Betty White was the youngest golden girl too. <laughs> but, she, and, but she was the best. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, NASA suspends SpaceX's work on Lunar Lander mm-hmm. until complaints Ooh. over contracts are resolved. Okay. So they've gone the SpaceX Lunar Lander because they've gone the one-piece lander. Correct. So, so instead of having the two stages, like uh, so the the uh, Apollo 11 lander yep. was two stages that uh, left the like landing gear there and, and took off. 
Uh, this one decided one's to go all in one. I think for price, reusability, effectively the the SpaceX version that uh, will land and lift off in one piece. But uh, I think there could be some issues with so it. So NASA has suspended SpaceX's work on the two point nine billion dollar lunar lander to return astronauts to the moon due to pro- uh, protests filed by Deep uh, so Blue Origin and uh, Dynetics. The companies that space agency what, wasn't didn't that Elrod Hubbard's book, Dianetics. <laughs> Dianetics yes. Ah, yeah. Um, so on Friday, NASA spokesman announced it, uh, it issued a brief statement announcing the pause and said it would remain uh, until the government accountability office resolved the complaints. Yeah, but to be to be fair to NASA, mm-hmm. right? The Pentagon only uh, this month, well, last month announced that they uh, currently cannot account for $35 trillion. So they can't account for it. Have they checked it on the couch? I know. I mean, apparently, you know, the, the accountants can't find it. So, I mean, to be honest, how much are they talking about there? Uh, $2.9 oh, That's That's in the Bicky Barrel that's in comparison. Order of, orders of magnitude. Orders of magnitude. But didn't you now? Didn't you say there that that two point four billion? Two point nine. Yeah. Two point nine. Sorry, mm. billion was for just for the for the vehicle. The lander. The lander. Yes. Makes the Homer look very uh, <laughs> affordable now, doesn't it? By comparison, it does. It did have a lot of horns. That's true. And, and then research and development. So as they produce more of them, it, 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 we'll get cheaper by unit. <laughs> And it'd want to. How many, how many units are they going to have to produce well, to bring you, that price you, you down? You produce 2.9 billion of them, it'd be like a dollar each. Fair enough. Yes. I see where you're going with this. Economics. Right. As an engineer, you make a great economist. That's right. Or as an economist, you make a great engineer. Yes. Yep. That assumes, what he said. That assumes they, they, they don't use any materials and doesn't cost them to make them. All right. Yeah, slave labour. Sla- oh, net. Great. So now NASA's going to import slaves onto Mars. Is no, that right? no, no. You use the Martians. Ah, well, that's okay then. Where do you think we're going there? Human slaves in an insect nation. No. Uh, okay. No. Um, and we've got some more space stories. How are we doing for time? Probably need a break. Probably need a break. So how about we come, do the break. We'll come back, finish the space stories before we move into biology and other things. Uh, it's Not Rocket Surgery here on 98.9 Northwest FM, episode 287 with Jeff, Tony and Vlado. This sec- Sunday, 2nd of May. Yeah. It's 20. not rocket surgery at R-C-K-T-S-R-G-R-Y. Have I forgotten anything? With, with no vowels. No vowels. Rocket surgery, no vowels. That's, no what, vowels. that's what kids do. And it's not in the can. Like, like El Ricitas, they understand. No vowels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lives. <laughs> he lives. <laughs> Michael Collins. <laughs> All right. All right, back soon. We're back. Yep. We're back. Jeff. Yes, mate. Who was that? That was the Welsh songstress, Duffy. Duffy. Yep. Oh, Duffy. No. Up the Duffy. Up the Duffy. No, she's not a scouser. She is Welsh. Welsh. All right. All right. No need to go on about it. So what was she singing? She was singing Whole Lot of Love. Whole. H-O-L-E? Yeah, that's the one. No. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't sound a thing like Led Zeppelin. No, I know. It was a terrible cover. No, that was uh, <laughs> oh, a whole lot of love from the Legend soundtrack. Legend. Yes, not Tom Cruise. I am Legend. Not I am Legend. 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 The, the Le- uh, Booney. It's a movie about Booney. No. Dead Set Legend. <laughs> Dead Legend. Set Legend. No, it was about the Cray Brothers. 
The Crow Brothers. The Cray the Brothers. Oh, not not the New, New Zealand cricketers. No, mate. Ah, no. Have you watched your Monty Python? Yeah. The Cray Brothers. No. Now, just just while we're on musical uh, knowledge mm-hmm. here, in the next segment mm-hmm. for you and the listeners out mm-hmm. there, I came across a little uh, up. Did he? article uh, that was talking about lawsuits over. Um, Copyright infringement and ah. plagiarism, musical mm-hmm. plagiarism. We 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 talking uh, Palmer, something something like that. Oh yes. Now what I'm going to do, I will play the first track, mm-hmm. and you're to guess which track uh, it was uh, copying, stolen from. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then, and then I will play the track that it was. Do you want to do that now? I will do that. Before. No, we'll do that in the next Later. the next couple. Okay. Of- no. Yep, have the next couple of ones. Oh, give okay. the give he, the audience something to look teasing. forward to. It's, we'll it's give a teaser. The, it's a tease. We'll give the audience something to, to, to think about. That's what right. stay up late for. All That's right. right. All right. How about we do some more of these uh, space stories before Please we do? Uh, Asteroid right. impact simulator is currently underway, and it's right. absolutely terrifying. Bum, bum, bum. Asteroid simulator. The link's broken. Don't worry about it. Why does it do that? Why does it do that? Yeah, I sent the post a link to a story about an asteroid I've simulator. Got it. Did one mine went to some other thing. What so tell us about this story, Tony. I would, except I don't have glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Borrow mine. Here's one I had prepared <laughs> earlier. So yeah, uh, fictitious asteroid is headed our way and a group of real experts are currently doing their best to deal with the grim situation. Oh, what's grim? A week-long tabletop exercise, now in its third day, aims to find out whether our current technology sy- systems and institutions could handle a crisis. If Can it- I guess the answer? Actual. G- go ahead, guess. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then it talks about the uh, nuclear reaction, uh, ish, uh, nu- nuclear disaster in Fukushima. Um, so basically the uh, indeed the disaster. Caused by an asteroid. No, no. It's just, it's, oh. it's comparable. It's comparable. Yeah, in terms of the disaster, I it was, it's a bit more. What an asteroid, than Fukushima. Well, yeah, but the fact that they we could all be Fukushima. They Fukushima oh, that yeah. one up. <laughs> they Fukushima it right up. Uh, well, one of the most frightening disaster scenarios is an asteroid impact. As far as we know, no known asteroid pose a significant threat to our planet. The problem is we don't know what well, we don't know. That's right. No, unknown knowns and unknown Correct. knowns. Yes. Known unknowns. But that can quickly change should a potentially hazardous asteroid uh, suddenly appear. And that, you don't have to look at the... Uh, can we shoot them out of the sky with lasers? Lasers. Sure. Uh, so JPL is currently leading the simulation of the impact scenarios over the course of a five-day event. Participants assume various roles such as national government, space agency, astronomer. Basically, it's a role-playing What game. about can, the... Can I be Bruce Willis? <laughs> can I be the guy that goes pew, 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 pew? No? Yes. Okay. You, you, you are a stormtrooper. <laughs> I'm a stormtrooper. Right. We send Bruce Willis on secret um, space shuttles to the asteroid to drill it and blow it up. Yep. Sounds, that works. Sounds very Trumpian. It's proven. It's happened before. All right. We're talking about history, aren't we? We are. We're talking about history, as <laughs> told by that great documentary, Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon. I'm again. I'm again. Isn't that a isn't that a movie about a gerbil? No, that no. was the that was a that was a <laughs> meme before there were memes. It was yes. yes. You want to talk about memes, mate? Give Let's him a vowel. Talk about memes, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's talk that's, that's memes for old people. <laughs> <laughs> memes for old people. Straight to the pool room. Oh, that's good. Yep.
Oh. It's a strong contender. He's, he's, he's you know, been polishing that one for a while. Um, so, But the exercise um, reminds us that we need to keep a close eye on the skies. Thanks. So basically they went through each of the days and, and what happened on each of the days of this uh, five-day simulation and basically said, look, we, we need to know more about the, what's out there and <coughs> it doesn't matter how you simulate it. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. Good, so good. basically all the... All the outcomes are pretty negative. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that go bad. Um, so, London-based, in other news, London-based One Te- One Web, is uh, which is building a satellite constellation to deliver internet connections, has received received received, received. a major investment from Etulsat. Say that again. Etulsat. Where's Etulsat? Paris ba- Paris based. Paris based. Paris based. <laughs> Which is, you know, you mix it up, you put it on, you put it up where it hurts. All right, <laughs> laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> uh, Paris-based <laughs> company is putting uh, he's home tonight five hundred and fifty million dollars into OneWeb. OneWeb, yeah. So basically, there is a European uh, a contender for Elon Musk's uh, um, satellite network, Starlink. In- Starlink. Starlink. So one re- web to rule them all. Yeah. That's right. That I was. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on his Lord of the Rings. That's quote. right. <laughs> don't you hate it when someone steps on your ring? Oh right? yeah, absolutely. You don't simply step. <laughs> one does not simply <laughs> step onto the ring. <laughs> right up the jacksy. Come on, next. Uh, so one so, so we're going to have lots of satellites floating around blocking our mm-hmm. view. Absolutely. Great. I, I did. Did I post the thing? No, I didn't. About uh, how we already have a um, an obscured view of the night sky due to all the uh, space junk. No, and junk that's up there. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yep. So, why doesn't Dyson get one into space? Dyson, yeah, or a the Roomba. vacuum cleaner maker. Yeah, is you know he claims he can make clean- spheres. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so we want a, we want a Dyson vacuum cleaner up there, either sucking up bits of junk, space junk, or a Roomba, a space Roomba. Space Roomba. Oh, we were about space that. Roomba. Yeah, space Roomba, man. Let's do that. Um, so Musk, must have some plans for a space Roomba. Yeah, he's got to clean up the mess after after the things crash no, into no, each other. He doesn't clean up mess. No, no. just makes it. Uh, so on Sunday they put up another thirty six spacecraft, right. uh, taking its total in orbit network to one hundred and eighty two. Was that musky one or, web? Or one, one web. web, one web, and they looking to uh, have six hundred and forty eight of them. Bloody hell! So there is going to be a lot of these uh, things, and apparently a year ago they were uh, looking at bankruptcy. <laughs> Not uh, now. British government and the Indi- Indian clom- clom- conglomerate. Thank you, uh, Bharti Global. Yep. So yeah, it's it's happening. It's happening. Lots lots of internet connections through this through the through space. And we're still going to be on three G, aren't we? <laughs> yep. Five G. I got five G right here. I got four G. Uh, China. China launched its first uh, space module. China. Yep. What they launch? Uh, space module. So basically, they're going to build their own ISS, but you know, it's just for China. Yeah. So it's a CSS. 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 Yeah. yeah. Correct. A yep. line of code or something. <laughs> Isn't it? Cascading style sheets. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. There you go. Well not not only uh, you know no, no, Neptune no. over That's here like, can do the jokes. You, you can you can make HTML jokes for the rest <laughs> of them. Hypertext markup language. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> 
China has launched a key module on its new permanent space station, the latest Beijing increasingly uh, ambitious space program. So they're, the, they're taking their space station and going somewhere else, that's right. aren't they? Like, fine. This, this is <laughs> like... This is like is a, it going to have lasers? Yeah. I meant the lasers tonight. You might have noticed. No, the lasers. He's, he's, yeah. he's laser fixated. We don't kink shame here. No. Whatever you're into, that's fine. That's it. Fill your boots. With lasers. With lasers. <laughs> pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> Tin Hei uh, module uh, contains living quarters for crew members. Uh, was launched from the uh, Wenchang Space La- uh, Launch Center on Everybody a Wenchang March, tonight. Long March yes. 5B rocket. Yep. Which has lasers on it. Lasers. Yeah. Sp- uh, spider. China hopes... That to have the new space station operational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this operational. space station will go operational. <laughs> By 2022. Uh, right, right alongside the Death Star. The only space station currently in orbit is uh, the ISS from which China is excluded. Ah. Uh, oh, are they? Hmm. Oh, fine. Well, you know, you can't blame them for building, building their, their own. own. Yeah. Well, fine. Fine. No China's, huh? <laughs> no China's <laughs> club. A no China's club. Yeah, pretty much. Why'd you let Taiwan in? You know, it's <laughs> China's. Uh, ever, ever the political one here, aren't we? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. All right. Moving Come on. on. Before, Move on. Before, before someone fatwas my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> now, <there's> a- <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> That was my ass. <laughs> That's a show title. You got to put that in there. That's at least a contender. Yeah, that was my ass. Too late. That was my ass. Yeah, it depends on the syntax there. It does <laughs> changes the meaning completely. Uh, <laughs> sorry, where were we? Yes. Uh, finally, we know how long a day on Venus is. How long? We found this. Out. We wasn't this, this the diurnal last, and last year? Yeah, wasn't this the diurnal and and you were deciding that if you were going to take your sick days, you were going to you know you could have them <laughs> diurnal or regular, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure we did this story. Last All right, year. moving on then. Right, we, we need to do a station. Uh, we need, do we need to do a station break? It is half past t- eleven or, or a quiz. We have gone an hour already. No? Still got another seven minutes. That's mate. fine. Do, do you want to do the quiz? No, because it's going to be. I'll, you I'll, need to go into the song. Correct. I will play the song. People uh, go, hmm, uh, what does this song remind me of? Uh, and then they can guess the song that ripped them off. Uh, so we do that for oh, the song. the song that ripped them off. So you're not going to play the song that ripped off a song. You're gonna play I'm going to play song. both of them. I'll, but I'll play the first one, and then you have to figure out, hmm, what does this song remind me of? Jeff will play the song that makes the whole world weep. That's right, pretty much. Mm, play the songs that make the whole world hey, Should we do biology then? Yeah, we've, got, let's- we've got seven minutes. Go for it, mate. Uh, so there was a... Seven minutes of terror. It, it, this is sort of space-related. Okay. A deep time study. The French volunteers can leave a cave after 40 days of isolation. Yes. So and 40 nights. Well, you know. Okay. Yes. Really bad Airbnb. <laughs> it's like... It's a horror story. Uh, so a group of French volunteers have emerged they, from a cave. All, did they all come out? Yeah. Okay. Right. How did like, they know if it was night or day? Well, while, while they're in the cave, they didn't. Okay. Was it Plato's Cave? So how do they know it's 40 days? To somebody on the outside who told them when they could come out. Yeah. Trying to come out. <laughs> <laughs> a group of uh, French volunteers have emerged from a cave after 40 days study exploring the limits of human adaptil- adaptil- Adab- adaptability. <laughs> Thank you. Put your TV in. Jesus Christ. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Uh, to isolation, 15 participants lived in the... Uh, 
15, yes. Uh, in the Lombrives right. caves in southwest France with right. no phones, clocks, or sunlight. Okay. They slept in tents. Yeah. Made their own electricity. Okay. Yeah, baby. Ba-dum. Ba-dum. <laughs> French oh, yeah. style. That's right. <laughs> they, the had cig- they had cigarettes. <laughs> and no contact with the outside world. Okay. A project aimed to test how people respond to losing their sense of time and space. Yeah, there's, time. Well, there's plenty of people they can go and ask. You know, mm. most of them are residing in their supermax prisons. You know, <laughs> if they want to find out what it's like to be forty days, forty nights, no, no, you know, but they know what, they know days, day from night. They know all that sort of stuff. So this is a a deep, uh, a deep time experiment. Okay, uh, came to an end on Saturday, allowing the eight men and seven women. That would have been awkward. The <laughs> <laughs> seven go into eight. <laughs> no, but eight goes into seven. <laughs> Great. So we had a maths experiment as well. Fantastic. Um, aged 27 to 50. Oh, okay. Uh, who took part in the... Who got the short straw there? Scientists overseeing the uh, project entered the caves a day earlier to tell them the project was nearing an end. <laughs> <laughs> Put your clothes on! <laughs> 24 hours in counting. <laughs> Big Brother is watching. Yes. Um, said one of he the, got booted off the island. One of the volunteers uh, said it was like pausing, pressing pause on life. Oh, yeah, okay. So during the isolation, the group had to organise tasks without being able to use measures of time to create deadlines. Right. Uh, instead, they used... Uh, th- what was the task? Cook dinner and make electricity. <laughs> That's right. Uh, rub these two sticks. Um, so, yeah. That does not make electricity. Not the last time I checked. Maybe that's how you do it. Come on. Uh, so, yes. All right. And it, it, they're talking about future um, activities, future, future. Oh, yeah. experiments. Yes. 80 days. 80 days. <laughs> in a balloon. <laughs> Around the cave in 80 days. It doesn't have the same ring to it, does that, it, really? That sounds like a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> the bad porn version. No. 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 No, moving on. Yep. Uh, Gen X. Gen X. Gen X are the most stressed generation alive. Yeah, so which one are Gen X? We're the ones stuck. Us. 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 We're Gen X. Because we're stuck between the boomers and the bloody millennials. So Generation X are people born between 1965 and 1979. So basically breakfast club type. If you grew up relating to, to Ferris Bueller's Day Off and 16 Candles and Breakfast Club and, you know. No, the John Hughes the generation. The John Hughes generation, yes, that's who we are. Um, so I'm an Uncle Buck fan, thanks very much. John so. Hughes, still John Hughes. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's a generation marked with aloof cool. Aloof cool. <laughs> Obviously, they haven't listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing aloof about our cool. No. Aloofer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub my back. He's scrub yours. <laughs> um, so, apparently, we're... Uh, a big reason Gen X are so self-reliant and is the generation hardest hit by divorce. According to 2004 marketing uh, study, it uh, thought that all important formative years are as least uh, one of the least parented. Yeah, this number is, we're, generation. We're, we're a nomad generation. Yeah, this is this is fourth turning stuff. Yeah, well, we're, we're the ones who just sent out to the streets as uh, well. Yeah. Pretty much, it's like but don't come turn, turn, turn up key, at dinner. 
Latchkey kids. Latchkey kids, that's yep. right. So yeah. um, first generation to experience both parents working outside the home, but yep. unfortunately at the same time childcare centres and after school programs were not yet emerged. No, no, we had childcare centres. They were called the street. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Get on your bike. That's right. And don't right come around. back until dinner. Pretty much. Yep. Now the coolest generation finds itself somewhere between 42 and 56. Yeah. Uh, and hitting middle age, unfortunately, that means uh, it's most – uh, now the most stressed generation in America, although uh, it's true that Gen X fashions may uh, refuse to let anyone see that they're stressed. Oh. Um, so basically an extensive study at Penn State showed that the stress began to hit Gen X sometimes in the last decade. In 2012, study uh, discovered that Gen X had an average stress level of 5.8 out of 10. Whoa. While, while millennials... Cop that. Uh, uh, so on, for on reference... For reference, millennials 3.4... And baby boomers four point four. Okay, so so and and what uh, what branch of science was the stressometer uh, invented in? It's the same as they have in the AFL, where they have the oh, pressure the gauge. Oh, the pressure gauge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exactly the same. Oh yeah, I've, I've technology. I've still I, still yet to see the units on the pressure gauge. Well, again, our younger fans are big fans of the scientific nature of the pressure gauge, and by that I mean. Ironically, your AFL references are lost on me. Yes, that's all right. Uh, the study, uh, a study f- from earlier this month, showed that the trend <laughs> hasn't changed in 2021. 22% of Gen Xers admit daily struggles with stress, mm. followed by millennials at 17%, Gen Zs at uh, 14%, nah. and baby boomers at 8%. Yeah. So the big reason for the stress is having to take care of multiple generations. Yeah. Many Gen Xers have to care for aging parents as well as their but children who are just. Here's the question: Is anybody in the Fifties sort of age group is that the stress level? I think so. So, so when baby the, boomers, when the baby were the, boomers were there. Yeah. Was that their stress level? Uh, probably when the um. Well, it's it's probably compounded the by the will get there. So baby boomers theirs. probably had both parents at home. So um, it will be different. But I, I think baby boomers' stress levels when they were in the same situation Gen Xs are would have been higher than they are now, where they're fat, dumb, and happy and retired. Uh well, I I think okay, the ju- I think, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think the I think the uh, jury's out on that one, but maybe my prejudice is showing. Anyway, okay, yeah, but I'm thinking you know when you've had your snout in the trough and you've cleaned out the smorgasbord uh-huh. before everybody else, I you know here's the smallest violin in the world playing so just for you. It also talks about Gen X's um, having to grow up. During the AIDS epidemic, the end of the Cold War, the Challenger disaster, the late 80s and 90s, crime waves, yeah, 9-11, the, the Great disaster weighs heavy on my shoulders. Not as not as heavy as the ending of Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. <laughs> not as heavy as the start of Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Um, the death of Tupac Shakur. Oh, yeah. What about Biggie? Biggie Smalls? Yeah. I know. So Everyone we, forgets about Biggie. I know. And He's, DMX. No, no. Who? <laughs> DMX bandits. DMX <laughs> wasn't Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's best work. That's right. DMX no. bandits. Dead calm. <laughs> Come on. Um, oh, so that's you know we're stressed. You know. You know. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We're stressed. Yeah. Okay. Nah. 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 Twenty to twenty-three to twelve. That's it. Yeah. Um, should we do a station break? We should indeed. We should do a station break. We'll talk about left-handed cats and dogs and grizzly bears. Oh yeah! Before and we move into entertainment stories, and quizzes and quizzes. And quizzes. Yeah. Right. So pay attention. You will quiz us. Listen. Listen to the song that's coming up after the break, and tell me what song it reminds At you of. At RCKT. This is the originals. The originals. The originals are first. 
And then it gets you uh, have to the, guess. The rip-offs which, will be after, and I'll answer your question in the next. Right, so if you know, get us on Facebook or on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Rocket surgery, no else. No Back soon. Stuff of Shazam it. Shazam it. I'll be cheating. All right. Go back shortly. And we're living in the eighties. Jeff, who was that? <laughs> that was uh, Killing Joke. Killing Joke with eighties, with an E I G H T I E S. Just for you right. scribes, Killing Joke. Killing Joke. Yes, never, never heard of them. Really? No. Oh. But I've heard their work. I've heard their work. It sounded very familiar. It sounded very familiar. It did. The the opening riff. Yeah. Just, well, what, just what jumped out at you? Now remember, we're going to reveal it. As you are, as yeah. you were. What about you, T Mills? Oh, yeah. All right. To, to well, Nirvana. Really? Mm. Okay. Well, we will find out Man after the next break. Oh, so, so you're not going to confirm or deny no. the obvious. So you can play the, <laughs> the other one after. We're going to play the other one after. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So have I spoilt it? No. No. You might not be right. I might not be right. No. Okay. Well, no. We both may not be right. We could That's be exactly wrong. right. You may be right. I might be crazy. That's right. Now, that was a nice little uh, sort of tie-in with the previous story. That's right. See? They were complaining. They were Gen Xs complaining about the 80s. 80s. There you go, see? Living in the 80s. There you go. See? All right. All right. So what have we got now? What have we got now? We've got some more... Um, cats and dogs cats living and together. Dogs. Living together. Well, you know, being left-handed together or right-handed. So... Uh, there's a whole heap of there's a story in the ABC myths about uh, animals. Okay, and some of these sort of jumped out at me. Right, um, the animals or the myths? The myths. <laughs> um, so lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Oh my! Okay. Um, so our cats and dogs left-handed to- or right-handed together? Are uh, they? No, they don't have hands. <laughs> boom boom. Basil brush. Do they have a poor preference? Boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's an 80s reference. 80s! 80s. Yeah, sorry. Poor preference. They have a poor preference. A poor preference? Yeah. Uh, you know, bias. Left or right handed. Left or right poor, poor, poor. poorest. Yeah. Poorest. Poorest. Yeah. Uh, no. There's no sinister animals? So they, they don't write their signatures. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a, a dog handwriting write a signature down. <laughs> Call it a dog handwriting. Oh, well, actually, they will have... Put my memoirs out. As individuals, they will have a preference for, for poor. Right. So like, if they scratch at a door, it would be usually for, uh, with their they're preferred... Domin- they're dominant have, They will have a dominant... Poor. And, and, a, and a recessive... <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. South poor. Yeah, South poor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so apparently... Uh, observation has shown that um, most female cats are right-handed and male cats are left-handed. I can attest to that. Hmm? Yes. You can? Yes. You've having, got the scratches on I have. I have some some marks to prove this because there's two cats up there in Wodonga. One's the, the lovely Rosie, the old cat, and then there's the young sort of strutting feral cat called Missy, and she looks wonderful, but she's a swiper. She was nicknamed Swiper by the two-year-old who came into the house over the weekend. She goes, bad cat, and she calls her Swiper because <laughs> every time you go near her, it's... And <laughs> swipe, swipe to the left or right hand. Oh, she's, yeah, left, no, right paw. Yeah, she's, females yeah, right. 
Yep. Lift, males to lift. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. So what about dogs? Uh, so dogs, uh, in, on an individual basis, right. they uh, can they will have a preference, but there's no species-wide preference. Like in humans, 10% left-handedness. How so many? maybe it's just random and not a preference. Well, it's it's random. Yeah. Okay. What's well, a preference in terms of a single animal will have a preferred uh, paw? So there's no sinister cats. No sinister cats. Okay. Oh, they're, they're left-handed. Ma- yeah, they're all sinister. Cats are evil, <laughs> especially the men. <laughs> the male cats. Um, there were some other cool ones about uh, do do uh, goldfish have a three-second memory? No, 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 no. You can train a goldfish. Yeah. it's been done. Okay. Like go through obstacle courses and stuff. So the bears do polar bears cover their nose in a snowstorm? Do they? No, no. Okay. Yeah, Any other good ones? Fall over. What else? <laughs> Any other good ones? Any other good ones? <laughs> Any good ones? <laughs> the tarantula sink like a cockroach. <laughs> Does the color red enrage bulls? No, 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 because they're color blind. Yeah, it's more the motion and the, somebody teasing you. Hey, look, uh, look. Yeah, I'm going to stab you. Think behind it. It's a guy with a funny hat, like teasing you, and you go. I'm going to do you. You That's come right, in mate. here. You come in this ring wearing those knickerbockers. Yeah. I'm going to gore you. Yeah, pretty much. El Gigolo. El Gigolo. Laugh on this, mate. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of bears, grizzly bears and polar bears are starting to make babies with the polar. Be- with babies. global warming. You call Rollers. them. Pizzly bears. Pizzly bears. Pizzly bears. Pizzly bears. That, that sounds like really tiny one. <laughs> that's right. I'm that's, a think- a, that's a pizzly. Yeah. Pizzly. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, neither the, the offspring of uh, polars and grizzlies aren't pizzly. Uh, nah, I, I think they're freak- the other terrifying. Huge, terrifying. The, the other alternative name, I guess. Uh, growlers. 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 Yeah, it's a growl- growler. That, bears. I, I'd go with growler. I think about yeah. depends. You know how it's either a liger or a tyon? Tyon. Depending whether which was a male uh, parent and which was a female. Right. They probably have the same sort of thing. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Um, growlers. But anyway. Go the growler. Go the growler. <laughs> That's going straight to the pool room. Dave, Dave Grawler, wasn't he? Dave Grawler. Wasn't he Grawler. banned <laughs> in the band Nirvana? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, nice tie back. Um, Go the Grawler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Grawler! That's right. Whistle it in the canyon. Let's go. Um, <laughs> um, did you see um, the, there was the a, ra- no. a rare uh, death from a black bear? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I saw yeah, the that other story. Day. So, you know. There's not very many recorded deaths from black bears, but no. there was one the other day. So okay. someone pissed off a black bear. Yeah, and he took a swipe and that was the end of that. Yeah, left or right-handed, we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> the- I reckon that black bears are predominantly left-handed. Well, let's just see about that, shall we? <laughs> Thwack. <laughs> I was looking at it for the left. It came from the right and it got me. Now I'm dead. That's what he's telling us and Peter at the gate. <laughs> How'd you get here? That's right. There was, there was a bear, right? <laughs> You'd never believe it. So, someone told me it was left-handed. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so the research is looking at... Uh, so both polar bears and grizzly bears um, congregate around carcasses. So basically, while they're doing it, you know... You it's know, like, well, while we're here... While we're here we're, we're come for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's seniors' night. <laughs> We, we all put our keys in. That's it. Who's going home? To, who's going home with who tonight? Ah, uh, how seventies! 
White bear, brown bear. <laughs> Put on a bit of Barry White and off you go. Mm, yeah. Baby. Uh, Unbearable. Oh, oh, no. You didn't just do you, that. He did. did. He went there. He did. I went there. There's a bear in there. There's a bear in there. <laughs> what about the furniture? <laughs> Chair? Yep. People's games. <laughs> Stories to tell. Mm. Come on. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to uh, come back to my igloo? <laughs> no. 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 Next. Uh, <laughs> mosquitoes. If yeah. you're telling me they're mating with bloody polar bears, I'm oh, out of here. That'd be terrifying. A polar bear-sized mosquito. <laughs> proboscis coming at you. <laughs> nah. Whatever floats your boat. That's right. Are they are they left-handed or right-handed? Uh, I don't know. But tens of thousands of male mosquitoes are descending on Florida Keys. Um, but these are genetically modified mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. They, they've um, they've uh, genetically modified them so that they... Sterile, effectively. Correct. They, they, their offspring are sterile. Mm. So basically, they the but the next generation. Yeah. Is just there's no, be... there's no brown chicken, and there's yeah. no brown. So cow. they're not sterile themselves, but their off, offspring will be sterile. Yeah. So that uh... Uh, this sounds like the Terminator seeds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, very much. So this is a, this is the first time so uh, GMO send someone back in time to take out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Scientist who created them. <laughs> Hasta la vista, little fat kid. <laughs> Come on. Santa Cora, <laughs> come with me if you want to leave. That's it. Uh, so this project, this project marks the first time GMO mosquitoes have ever been released in the United States. So they were talking about doing this back in the Zika virus yeah. times, but uh, Zika basically came and went before they could actually get their shit in the pile. Right. You, surely you'd have to, like, the amount of mosquitoes you'd have to release would be unfathomable. Millions, tens of, hundreds of thousands. Trillions. So um, the title says a release of one billion exterminated mosquitoes has begun. Exterminator. <laughs> it it's, very getting, it's getting very, very much. Uh, right. But it starts with tens of thousands. Giant robotic uh, mosquito coming back in time. So, yep. so uh, the plan is that... Uh, Open the window, they there's will, a mosquito in there. They will release a billion mosquitoes across two states as part of the whole program. Okay. Two billion. So what happens if you get rid of all the mosquitoes? Um, well, those like, daddy, like, we can finally have, evict those bloody daddy long legs that do bugger all in your house. Do they have a, a, a niche in, in the uh, so, whole big schema thing? I'm sure so they, they I mean, Andrew's listened to a whole podcast about mosquitoes. And right. So they are critical in terms of the the... the the food chain, um, mm-hmm. they're a large part of uh, amphibians and the birds. Feed frogs. Feed frogs and they're birds. Frog food. That's right. But the Fish. thing is, these only target a specific species of mosquito, which co- carry the diseases that, um, at, like Aegyptus, um, carry the diseases like um, malaria and, and Zika and all this stuff. So if they target those ones, the other mosquitoes are still around. So there's still food. So the good mosquitoes are there. There's still, yeah, that's right. Bad mosquitoes. Because you know how you, you know how you kill a bad mosquito with a gun. With a yeah, <laughs> a good mosquito <laughs> with a gun. A good mosquito with a gun. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or one of those zappy tennis rackets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love those things. That's right. Good mosquito with, with a zappy fourteen. 
Uh, all right, that, 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 the end of the, uh, the, the biology videos, the biology stories. Uh, do, so, do we need to do another station break? Oh, we, yeah, we're scheduled for one. Yeah. Scheduled for one, given we only so, played three. So, songs. is this going to be the answer to the previous one Indeed. or another question? No, no, this is going to be the answer. Okay, all right. all right. I know you're all, all bored right. already. So, wow, <laughs> us <laughs> bored. No, no, it will be a different song. Oh, yeah, could he, be. He's just could be. He's gonna, he, we're expecting a left paw, and he's going to come with the right that, paw. That's right. We, we've had our guests, and <laughs> now right. instead he's loaded up uh, Amy Winehouse. Ah, uh, pretty, pretty much. Go into rehab. I say no, no, no. no. All right, back soon. Right. We're right. Woo! Woo. Come as you are. Come as you are. Give us are. a hard one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see We'll see who's laughing after the next lot. Ah, oh, do we have another one? No, not tonight. Oh. Next week. Wow. Oh, is this going to be an ongoing This is going to be a regular thing. That's it. Oh. I've got a few of these lined up. Jeff Stumpers. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we need We need, We need. need an intro and a theme. We do. <laughs> da, 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 da. <sighs> I was thinking more of the Saddle Century music. Ooh. Oh, what about Mastermind? That's right. Do, do, do the Tony Barber run dance? Yeah, Mastermind. Mastermind. Da, 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 da. I don't know the Mastermind music. Okay, come on. Uh, that was Jeopardy. You were doing Jeopardy. It was too. Uh, yes. da, da. Uh, entertainment could be the new uh, lead of Jeopardy. They're looking for someone. Really? Yeah. Well, Alex Trebek passed away. As, he did as indeed. Was mentioned a while ago. Yes, and they've been apparently back. auditioning a few uh, people to trial it. And how are they going? Um, I think they got a lot of um, a lot of deluded uh, fools is the word you're looking. No, for. a lot of a lot of pushback when they because they've been trialing people on. Yeah, apparently uh, they put Doctor Oz on. Yeah, and, I heard oh, it, no. Really? There's a, there a lot of kickback of saying this is supposed to be a you know a, a, sh- a quiz show with intellectual integrity, mm-hmm. and you put <laughs> a bullshit artist on who, who just makes stuff up. Well, that's no so good. Got a lot of bit, a lot of kickback from that. Um, oh, so we watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Jeff, you've seen it yet? No, no. Yep. But uh, it's coming to Jeff Plus soon. Okay. Yes. Um, t- Tony, you liked it? I did like it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought the ending was a little soft, but well, it, no, it was the uh, lead into season oh, yeah, two. It's, it's, no, a- no, as all these things are doing, they're setting up characters and scenarios. Captain for America the Four. I right. knew it was that was on the tip of my tongue, mate. Uh, was it? <laughs> oh, no. So apparently, um, there was an article uh, in Inverse saying Falcon and Winter Soldier is Marvel's boldest failure yet. Wow, that's a big. Is call. that that's kind of very damning how, with dank, How do you um, damning with dank, uh, How do you decide faint failure? Sorry, go. How do you decide? Then starts talking about Pollockers. I don't know why they're talking about this. What? Um, Come on. Use your words. Come on. I didn't think it was a failure, so I thought it was actually quite good. I think it built, built nicely into uh, the Captain America 4. Why do um, they consider it, it a failure? Yeah, well, it talks about missed opportunities. I guess they could have, could have done more with the uh, with the flag smashes. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it in another article um, I read was about why they should have 
gone with fag, fag, Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldiers um, before WandaVision. Right. Why? Um, because this is more traditional Marvel type setup, whereas WandaVision is quite different. Um, but as you said, it, it's more in the Doctor Strange uh, flavour of Marvel. The, so. the Wanda? Yeah. Yes. And then this is a bit more traditional. It's setting up a new Captain America, yeah. a replacement for uh, um, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I thought it was good. Um don't think they used Bucky as well as they could have. No. He was a bit of a... A nothing? Yeah, he was a bit of a side character. But Isn't um, he always a side character? Isn't uh, that his job? He, he's, he's like, got the serum. He's the same as Captain America. He's... Yeah, you know, but if he's second banana, he's second banana. He's with a bloody vibranium arm. You know? Vibrarian. 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 It's, it's a nervous librarian. <laughs> it's a librarian who just, you know, tells you about the vibe it's of books. Vibe. <laughs> you know, Ooh. this book's quite cool. Here's a book about Marbo. You know. <laughs> it's the vibe. It's the vibe of the thing. Um, all right, so another entertainment news. Um, so, Oh, but Loki's coming up. Loki's coming and up. I'm uh, looking forward to that. So that Guess he's back. That's, uh, back again. June. June, I think, Loki, wasn't it? So even though Loki's dead in the movies. Oh, no, Loki's no, dead. Nobody, nobody stays dead in Marvel. But All we've right. got uh, the Loki thing with, um, what's his name? Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Is he uh, now the Loki? No, no, he's in there. No, he's uh, he's the uh, other star in it. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's it, got, lo- it looks amusing. It's got still got, um, what's his name? Edelston? Not Edelston. Hiddleston. 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 Yep. Hiddleston owned the Sidious Swans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's the man who knows nothing about football but gets a back 80s in, reference. Back in the 80s, I knew football. Ah, uh, right. Gotcha. Before I saw the light. Right, okay. Blinded by the light. Yeah, still a douche. Wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> uh, what would you wrap a douche? <laughs> what would you wrap a douche? Yeah, except you, you didn't wrap a douche. Wrap a douche. Douche. No. Sorry, it just sounded like a, you know, a, a new uh, rapper. Wrap a douche. Wrap a douche. Wrap a douche. It was wrapped up like a douche. That's the lyric, but it always sounds like douche. It does, yeah. you know. but that's that's the interpretation. Yeah. So, so what's a deuce in the thing? Because I know uh, to drop a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering considering it was the boss's first song, "Blinded by the Light," he mm. wrote it. Yeah, and uh, he's talking about a car. Okay, you see, yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's a wrapped up car. It's a uh, wrapped up in a deuce, you know. But that's just music history. Anyway, uh, uh, D and D, D and D. Finally, yeah. something for so, the D and D fans. Satanic so panic. No, so no. Uh, not again. Not yet. Um, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's <laughs> coming. With a bit of work, we could uh, inspire. There was, there was a good podcast. Uh, the Cautionary Tales actually did a good podcast. Cautionary Tales of playing D and D. This about, could happen to you. <laughs> talks about the Satanic Panic and uh, how that all started. Um, but there's an AI now that you can actually use. Get take a photo of your face, right. and it'll tell you basically give you all your D and D stats. It'll it'll fill out the, the sheet for you. For your D and D, it'll tell you what race you are. It'll tell you all your your stats. Okay. What? Yeah. So it uses artificial intelligence. It looks at your face and tells you, so it looks it says, at you whether you're a fighter or you're, an, a- you're an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> you're 
So You're a lover, not a fighter. So as part of the bio, biometric D&D project, basically you can turn your face into a game character and you've got to be over 18 to do it because uh, and then it basically you, you, you either take a photo or, or you post a photo, um, upload a photo. Let me just do this now. So I've just taken a photo of me wearing the glasses. Right. And it's, it's uh, thinking about it. Okay. And give me attributes. So strength eleven, dexterity fifteen, constitution nine, it, intelligence it's so ten. So far off. <laughs> wisdom fifteen, <laughs> charisma fifteen. Wow, look at that! Uh, I am lawful good, and I am a bard. You are a bard. Yeah, you are a bard. So I've done this now. You're bard from this show. That's, I can tell that's you right the third now. time I've done that. Yeah. So the previous two times. Every time. Uh, so the the actual um, attributes are actually pretty close each time, within one. I right. think um, from memory, but I've got a different um, class character each time, and this is the first time I've got lawful good. Previous two times have been chaotic evil. <laughs> chaotic evil. Okay. Another yeah. great band that, name from that, the eighties. That sounds closer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so what's the site? So uh, biometricdnd.com. Are we trying this at home? So by all means, if you want to try it at home. Check it out. Let us know what you uh, what you've got. You can download your, your uh, character profiles, um, but yeah, it just takes a photo of your face, or you can upload a photo if you've got one existing, and uh, it will give you your attributes for uh, for um, uh, to create a D and D character, which nice. is based on yourself. I'll tell you what, it's going to save a lot of time on Tuesday nights, apparently. No rolling dice? No rolling dice. And you're disappointed and you go, well, that's not me. I'm that's not, right. I'm I'm not a- Dexterity 11. <laughs> I'm a, clearly a Dexterity 9. <laughs> I'm a bard. I'm a, a bard. fighter. <laughs> I'm a bard. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> yes. So that's the first time I got a bard. So. Hello, barter. Hello, <laughs> father. Uh, so, Tony, are you trying it out now, are you? Phone, it's not giving it to me. Not giving it to you. You have no dexterity. Your dexterity is zero. Um, in other D and D news. Oh yeah. Um, in other D and D news. What D and D news? <laughs> the uh, that's why people stay with the. There's show, been a though. backlash. Really? Somebody, somebody's created a character in a wheelchair, combat wheelchair. A combat. Wheel- <laughs> this sounds very Lone Wolf and Cub, doesn't it? Uh, so T Mills um, does. <laughs> In Dungeons and Dragons, you can be almost anything. So why the backlash over a combat wheelchair? Tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons uh, talks about wizards and druids and paladins. Oh, the usual shite. A yep. tabletop gaming. Uh, so last year, a supplement called the Combat Wheelchair was released for free download. So disabled gamers and DMs can include wheelchair using characters in their games. Okay. The That's Combat cool. Wheelchair was developed by Sarah Thompson, a disabled writer of uh, TTRG supplements in the UK for the first time uh, being confronted with uh, how horrible people can be within a community that I thought would be most accepting of us. <laughs> they were <laughs> calling... They have dis- no problems with goblins and wizards, That's but, right. you know, as soon as you turn up with a chair... They're calling disabled people like me weak. Ah, uh, yeah. Well. Coming up with reasons under the sun why we can't exist in a game where you can shoot fire magically from your fingertips. Hey, who's ever heard of a wheelchair? We're dedicated to reality That's here right. at D&D. Strict, strict adherence to reality. Yeah. Thank you very much. So apparently this is a controversy uh, doing the rounds in the D&D world. Tell you what, it's uh, it's making all the papers. <laughs> well, it made the, the ABC website. <laughs> slow, slow it shows that uh, discrimination's everywhere. Yeah. That's right. So, um, Everyone and- wants their own little world and... Uh, 
It's it's almost it's kind of the D and D version of the Ghostbusters meltdown, isn't it? The yes. Ghostbusters meltdown. Yeah, yeah the women Ghostbusters the, when they relaunched Ghostbusters yeah. and everyone lost their collective shite. Yeah, but only the only reason you should have lost it is it wasn't very good. Yeah, thing. exactly. But <laughs> that's a completely different argument. That's it right. Is. Um, so, but basically, the, the article also speaks about how D and D's been criticised earlier about um, not really representing a lot of minorities within the game. So um, they've got fifty thousand races, <laughs> but how many of them are black? <laughs> uh, you can make them whatever you want. <laughs> anyway, I think the issue is uh, the. Uh, uh, the bias within the D and D playing well cohort. It, it obviously got exposed the second that someone proposed a combat wheelchair or any mm. kind of any kind of. So they try to give access to disabled players, <laughs> and they a, said, "No, no, don't build a ramp. Leave the ramps out of it. Thanks <laughs> the very much." The bar does not have a ramp. That's right. There is no lift in the pub. You cannot simply roll into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, and the Hieronymus Bosch music, yep. butt music, butt, butt music. music. Talk about. So apparently there was a. a I have to hear more about this. So uh, the story about this. So uh, the link I've got is to the YouTube uh, music of it. Right. But um, the story is somebody saw a, a there was a triptych by Hieronymus Bosch. Yes, um, he was known to do them. Yes. Yeah, so in one in the uh, it was like heaven and hell. And purgatory, I think it is. Yes. Um, and in the hell scene, there is a uh, uh, somebody um, whose head has been crushed by some large mechanical device, mm-hmm. and the body is laying there, and there's a demon pointing at the butt of the uh, the now crushed head right. of the body, and on the butt there is a musical piece. There's a musical piece. So there is a musical score written on the butt of this person. Oh, no. And so somebody decided, I'm going to uh, turn oh, this into a piece of music. He's a wizard. I'm a wizard, Harry. He's a wizard. Now, that was, who could have seen that coming? <laughs> it's, it's nothing to do with the white facial hair. <laughs> nah. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Oh, that's just lazy, isn't it? They didn't even no imagination whatsoever. No. There, they just went, oh yeah, whatever, wizard, wizard. But I'm curious what you'd what, be. White beard, get a wizard, get, get a, a wizard, <laughs> get a wizard, <laughs> get your wizard on. That's right. Um, but anyway, so sorry, so, I, I just so, some, so somebody's so, actually transposed the music that was yeah, on the on, on a the very bus. small butt in this triptych. Who and, was studying the triptych this closely? Well, you know. All right, it, it looks like fourteen hundred. Like 1400s, this, this artwork yep. was. So it's a 600 year old piece Tripped of music. In. Ah, true. That uh, right. was, had nobody had ever heard until somebody decided to gonna create it. it and yeah, filled in, filled in bits, ad lib to bits. Mm. But um, yeah, so have you got it to play? I've, look, I, I can play it. Jeff can. I, I think think you should. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to see where the where the butt is. The, the triptych, so it's in the it's in the, in the hell in the it's in, in the hell, hell corner, bottom of the of the of in the, the naughty hellfire club, <laughs> the hellfire club. There's there's throwbacks to the eighties, nineties, um, but yes. So it's it. I can't. Do it's it. not a bad piece. What okay. do you think of the music? I don't, oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Down here. 
Somewhere. So it's the bottom, bottom of the panel and the yep. hell panel. Yep. There's there's a big machine or something. Yep. This has gone splat to yep. the poor on his head and his yep. body's hanging out and there's a demon pointing to the butt and the music. It says, so, yeah. yep. just play it in the microphone. Yeah, microphone. right. Yeah, boys. All right. So look, I can. So, just, so this is butt music from hell. That's that's, that's not it. <laughs> I think it is. That, that sounds very hellish uh, to but, me. Yeah. Freaking, freaking, freaking. Um, Ba-dump, bump, bump, ba-dump. Here yeah. we go. Okay. No, that wasn't it, was so it? So this is the... Uh, Hieronymus Bosch. Hieronymus Bosch butt music. B-U-T-T music. Butte. So it actually shows you the artwork that it's been derived from and as it, as it uh, plays, it sort of focuses in on the actual scene. Sounds like Nirvana. This is this sounds like a lead-in for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah house is a holy going right. on. <laughs> and she's buying a stairway to heaven. It does go for three minutes. Yeah, that, that'll do. So yeah, you can look. You can look it up. Hieronymus Bosch, yeah. but music. That's what music sounds like in hell. Pretty much, six hundred year old piece of music, and they're still in court butt. over it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hieronymus <laughs> wants his royalties. That's right. Jimmy Page and Robert Plant <laughs> are still in court. That's right. Come on. All right. Uh, it's it's quarter past twelve. We've got some random stories that we had left over. Ah, uh, finally some random. Some random. Enough of this butt music. So the stuff below the uh, the the valets. Right. Um. So we could do the three D printed house in the Netherlands, please. So the uh, there's a three D house printed in the Netherlands. In, where? In the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. <laughs> the Netherlands. <laughs> I had an itch in the Netherlands once. Got <laughs> uh, one right in the Netherlands. Netherlands unfails a home 3D printed with concrete and it wants to use the technology to house its growing population. Yes. So I think the house took about a day yeah. to, to print up. Yep. Cost about 800 euros. Um, the concrete was like toothpaste, they said. It had the consistency of yeah, toothpaste. Yeah, it sort of, sort of uh, squeezes it. Out in a shape. Mm. And the, the value of it is the fact that they use 30% less concrete um, because it's only going to the places that they need. So yep. there's no, there's no mm. excess. And they said um, it's... Because you don't have to make it to transport, stand it up, do all those sort of things in a prefab concrete house. That's it. But if it's anything like Grand Designs, the problem will be when they try and bring it into the UK will be <laughs> the driveway, trying to get the truck driver to bring the... The pieces oh, up the driveway, and to import those giant windows from the, from the Netherlands. <laughs> They'll all be machined within an inch of their lives, but the the crew won't be able to get up the driveway. Now, I did live in a concrete house, so after I left uni, yep, uh, had uh, like what used to be like ex council houses in yep. in um, Brunswick. So yes. it was effectively a prefabbed concrete wall house. Yep, it was horrible. Yeah. It was cold as you know. Well, these ones have got um, 
really good insulation properties and um, they're also very good sound-wise because yeah. I said the... the it's like, like being a concrete bunker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're, they're thick, but it, they're... It's baffling. So it's not a single layer, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, it's got holes in Correct. it. Correct. Holes in it and the the ridges along the mm. on the outside of it, they said they make great sound baffling. Ridged for... Their pleasure. Their pleasure. That's for, it. For your science. So 120 hours to print the... Uh, the it's house. pretty good. That's right. I mean... Yeah. Well, again, it's it's sort of following on from um, Bucky Fuller's Fly Eye um, Dome Portable mm-hmm. Dome, which was um, designed that it could it was the the frame was all ready to go. It could be transported. He was thinking helicopters or yep. for disaster relief and and prefab homes. And you basically just seal it um, the windows, mm-hmm. and it would also it would all provide a ton of natural light. It had um, it would generate its own water yep and because of the like the way the windows were like a gigantic fly eye mm-hmm. um the water would run down and that would just get collected and so it would supply its own water people are probably familiar with the buckmeister fuller uh domes from um disney world yeah or, or Epcot. from your local playground yeah, it's pretty, yeah pretty much and it's and it's um like he was he designed that back in the 50s but it was a. I think it was a case of um, like, like so many of his other designs. It was just century, well, centuries, decades ahead of the technology. But now that the technology's sort of caught up mm-hmm. with it, all sorts of things are possible. So, but there's only one small problem, mm. which will be uh, just like, you know the Netherlands are in the in a similar boat to Australia. I mean, obviously we've got a lot more space than they have, but. Um, it's a case of getting the zoning and the, you know, I mean, you could do the same thing here, but a lot of the rules would have to change yes. in order to, and it does not the building regulations, but just the, the you know, um, system would have to be reconfigured because this, this, something like this, making all of these sort of prefabbed cheap housing mm-hmm. available, social housing available would actually make people's investments go down. True. So. Uh, and it ignores the fact that um, we are running out of sand which can be used for concrete. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, and this is actually, I'll sort of throw it back to you guys. Um, if they don't use uh, concrete, mm-hmm. what other materials do you think they could use like to use the same or the same sort of technology but instead of using this sort of prefab concrete, do you think there's other materials that they could well, use? you mean, I imagine they could... They could they should be researching alternatives. I mean, yeah. could they use asbestos? Probably not. <laughs> not advisable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, again, it's. I think it's It's really important that they test the concepts and, and, and who knows, again, somebody will take this and go, okay, now that we've proven, you know, these ideas uh, are, are possible, now we can branch out and see what else, mm-hmm. um, what other materials we can... Some other material that we can ooze out like toothpaste, toothpaste yep. that dries hard. Yep. I don't know what that could be. Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a minty freshness to your house. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No cavities. No cavities, yeah. Not good for housing. No. Uh, Florida plans to find social media for banning politicians. Right. Controversial new bill will stop tech companies from deplatforming politicians. 
uh, has let been me, approved let, by both houses of the U.S. Uh, for Florida legislature. Let me let me have a guess. This mm. is this is a Republican measure mm. in response Ron, to Ron DeSantis. Yes. Yeah. So many uh, people like Trump being kicked off the mm. platforms. Correct. Okay. All right. The legislation allows platforms to suspend accounts, but only for fourteen days, and could fine the platform as much as two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per day for violating the law. Well, to be fair, um, I, I, in a strange way, I think they've actually got a point because I think the idea that they get kicked off the platforms is, in most cases... They're private companies. Well, true, but they're, they're doing... country and they have conditions to mm-hmm. say, so, you know... Yeah, but the thing is... Uh, but you know that how this has all come about? This has all come about because the government has basically said, um, you... Because, I mean, the constitution mm-hmm. is set up in a way that the state can't actually, you know, silence free speech. Yep. But if they get the private entities to do it with a simple, well, you can either get rid of these people or we can start regulating your industry, that's a no-brainer for them. And they go, yeah, sure thing, boss, biff. And uh, next thing you know, all these people are getting kicked off the platforms. But the thing is, is that while everyone's sort of happy at the moment that, or the the people that are pushing this are happy that uh, so many, you know, on... Uh, on the right are getting kicked off, but they're not the only ones and it's rapidly turning around like it always does and then there'll be a whole bunch of people on the left that are getting silenced as well, Mm -hmm. even though they were the ones cheering it on when, you know, people like Trump got kicked off to begin with. Yep. It's very short-sighted. Extremely. Yep. I thought I had the story to the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Ah. No, this was actually pretty funny because um, one one of the biggest... Uh, it's a goop. Yeah. Well, her, her, her. Um, it's there in entertainment. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I did laugh at the at your categorization, <laughs> the fact that you put it in entertainment. No, what had happened was was that one of the two biggest um, uh, cosmetics outlets in Australia, uh, in Australia, Mecca, mm-hmm. they they had invited Gwyneth Paltrow to be a keynote speaker at one of like their big sort of you know event yep. and other people including Grace Tame and some others mm-hmm. and far from their their loyal fan base because it's this big community and everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, the wellness community. Yep. And as soon as they found out she was booked as the top, you know, she was booked on the on the billing, yep. that was it. The, the Their website exploded. And, and the big thing that I learned from this story was the fact that apparently – Woo is. I'd never heard the term. I woo. know. I hadn't. I mean, I'd heard the term woo before, right? Or but what? apparently, because it was uh, uh, whoever wrote this article must have been from probably the UK or, mm-hmm. the, or the states, because they were explaining that this was apparently an Australian term. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'd never. Heard well, of it. I'd never heard of it before now, but apparently, you, you guys- mean woo is in terms of woo. rubbish. Or yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's some somebody's somebody knows about this. No, I had never heard woo in that. Context. Apparently, it's pseudoscience and mm. you know, yeah. Randy and rubbish. Yeah, yeah. I well, apparently, that. Tony's heard of it. I've heard of it. Yep. Okay. It's an Australian term. It's called woo. Woo. Well, like when they, when they when Australians use it, apparently, it's in that. Well, but it's like a polite version for saying bullshit. <laughs> Popularised by the Australian Skeptic Society, uh, ah, use it quite often. Really? Yes. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yep. But I don't know whether they started it, but I know it's uh, commonly well, used. This by them. this meaning apparently is only an Australian meaning. Okay. So no, I've heard Americans say it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, as the word the word's yeah. been around, yeah, yeah. but this this no no in terms of that as in. For that means. As in pseudoscience, yes. Right, okay. Well. A whole bunch of woo. 
we'll have to we'll have to check out the uh, the etymology. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only way I knew "woo" other than the ex, like the exclamation of, of excitement, "woo," yeah, pitching would be, "woo" would be "woo" as in a window of opportunity. Ah, that's the other <laughs> one that I that's the other one that I heard over over the weekend that apparently the marketers all call it, and and the, you know, like the TED woo. Talk and all that yeah. sort of all the presenters now call it as you know, or winning others over. That's the one. Winning that I heard. others over. Winning others over. Yeah, that's that's "woo" okay. as well. But yeah, I learned something new. But, Woo is apparently pseudoscience, and yep. that the uh, the consumers at Mecca are not happy about Gwyneth oh, Paltrow. To be to be perfectly honest, uh, the comments were quite hilarious. That's right. Yeah, they were they were great, and uh, they were very disparaging of the idea that she'd been invited. And Mecca's still standing by it and saying, "No, no, no, we're you know we're we're a broad church. We're open to everybody. We're, we're open to anyone's rubbish." Yeah, and the and the <laughs> customers are basically saying, "Well, if you are going to continue inviting her, you can count me out as and, a loyal customer." And these aren't customers that don't spend money. These no. are these are like. Thousands of dollars on, on cosmetics yep. each year and, and products, absolutely. So yeah, it's well, we'll see, we'll see how 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 brave they are if yeah, they're going to continue defying. At the end of the day, people go, well, this is what I always buy, you know. Uh, I don't like the other brands. Well, but the thing is, I think like at least with Mecca, there's Sephora, which is another huge um, makeup yeah. company, which. Yep. So you can understand where there's a monopoly, or or the competitors aren't of a similar quality or of a similar sort of the only stature. Problem, but the thing is, is that Mecca's kind of market. I'm going to move from Coke to Pepsi. Yeah, but they've marketed themselves. I as, did. We're more than just a, you know, we're more than just a cosmetic retailer. We're you know this sort of we pitch woo. We pitch woo. <laughs> well, we stand against woo, um, and it's. It's I'll have Pete Evans on next. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you know, he's he's uh, he's got some free time on his hands nowadays. Now that he's no longer got access to Twitter. Or... Pete Evans versus Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, woo foo, woo foo. <laughs> I know. Woo-foo. Fight, fight. <laughs> Gwyneth wins. Gwyneth to enter, wins. none Fatality. leave. <laughs> Finish him! <laughs> have, have we watched the new version of Mortal Kombat? No, but I've seen uh, Aussie Man's take on Kano. Oh, Aussie, Aussie Man was excited about it. great. Uh, but, yeah. uh, Mortal yes. Kombat. I didn't realise that uh, the actor was the guy from um, Thank God You're Here. Not Stephen Curry. No, one of the other ones. One of, one of in, the regular from Thank God um, in, yeah, in, in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so yeah. the guy who plays Kano. Australian actor, Australian mm. fight coordinator. Yeah, yep. big Australian connection. Oh, okay. So, but look, the from what I saw on uh, Aussie Man reviews, yep. um, just taking bits and pieces of it, it looks funny as, um, yeah. <laughs> well, when you got Aussie Man oh, yeah. on the top of it. But, <laughs> but yes, uh, look, I would, I would watch it. I wouldn't pay for it in the cinema, but you know. But if it's streaming <laughs> on Netflix... <laughs> That's right. Yeah, fair enough. Nice. It, well, so are we out of time? We are. We are out of time. We're, we're rapidly just approaching. On, just know. almost on 12.30. Yep. So I think we should probably put this one to bed. There's a little story behind mm-hmm. the last song tonight. Okay. Uh, I was actually going to play this about a month ago mm-hmm. when, when the news related to this song uh, was um, published, but... Uh, if any any fans of the royal family uh, out there, the British comedy series, not the monarchy. Okay. Uh, Ricky Tomlinson, who plays Jim Royal, 
great bloke. He was a very uh, prominent um, union activist back in the 70s and he got jailed for three years along with a bunch of other guys, right? And this story was after 50 years, it was kind of like the, um, the Guildford Four and the Birmingham Six. Well, these guys were all fitted up, right? Right. Um, their their uh, court case was a complete travesty. Anyway, 50 years later, uh, they finally admitted that the the prosecution had withheld evidence and okay. all sorts of other stuff. So mm-hmm. they've finally been – they've been waiting for 50 years to get cleared mm-hmm. because they said we never did anything wrong. And if they just – they were told at the time if they just uh, admitted to the charges and stopped causing trouble on these building sites mm-hmm. – off they, you know, the charges would be dropped and that'd be the end of it. But they ended up doing three years inside, and as a result, he couldn't work in in the building industry again. And uh, that's how he ended up becoming an actor. He started acting in jail, and then okay. you know, as a result of it, he uh, he you know went on to a pretty um, pretty big career over in the UK. Anyway, there's a song that he did back in 2001. You'll like this. It's a folk song. Are okay. you look, are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? You looking at me? Yep. So you love you love a bit of bluegrass. I do. Folk. I do. So I right, thought so we'd uh, we'd exit with that tonight. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, before we do, uh, thank you to uh, Maria, who's who's once again on Facebook said, "But music or Pink Floyd, lol." Oh, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Is there anybody out there? So she said the gift, not me. I didn't. Don't don't, don't look at me with those dagger eyes. <laughs> Betty Davis eyes. No. Um, <laughs> anyone else who was listening in the future or in the present or in or the in past? past. Yeah, you know. Bridie, Ollie, our younger, Absolutely. our younger, our younger science fans that backed you up. There. Yes, the meme fans out there. Elicitas, <laughs> El Gigolo, Gigolo. That's it. I'm just the Gigolo boy. Everywhere, everywhere I go. I go. Uh, yes, thank you uh, to all who have listened. Jeff, thank you. Very welcome, mate. Tony, thank you. Cheers. This. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Hello. I said cheers. I heard something different. Okay. <laughs> what did you hear? You it starts with a J and rhymes with cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> anyway, on that note. Yes. Good night. Good night. Good night. In the can. In the can. <laughs> 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. Here we got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10.30. Broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook and on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Uh, here's the way Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. The ankle has landed. There you have it loyal listener. A fine example of what can truly be done with podcasting. Hard work, consistent output, and just the right amount of guidance from an enigmatic network overlord. Tune in again next week, to see what timeless gem I dust off for your listening pleasure. Seriously. I need to get someone into this archive room and do some cleaning. It's filthy.
You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.